So in a previous life, I sold cars. I wasn't very good at it for the simple reason that I'm not inherently sexually turned on by money. One thing that the bigwigs in Detroit used to do was make us lowly sales folks sit through detailed seminars on how to shake pocket change out of unsuspecting customers. It was all about communication, verbal, nonverbal, trigger words to get them to the table and sign on that sacred, holy, dotted line. It's a foregone conclusion that the billionaire class has honed these communication skills like a laser-cut diamond. Learn how to talk pretty like a billionaire today on Book of the Day. Welcome back to Book of the Day. We're so happy to be with you here talking books. We talk about them amongst ourselves. And occasionally, I don't know about you, Steve, but I forget that there are others in the room. (laughs) I do indeed. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Good day to you. So nice to see you. Steve Donahue out of Boston. Um, I have been told yeah. by many viewers of this weird, misshapen little podcast that one of the things they like most about it is that we obviously often forget there are <laughs> Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. <laughs> How are things in Omaha? <laughs> How are things in Omaha? We're going to try to remember, but <laughs> what can you do? <laughs> Welcome to our little party. Um, so, uh, and our little party is endorsed today. By the uh, the golden handprint of Jeff Bezos. What are we talking today, Steve? We're talking about a book that does an action that has an internet, a meme description. And in order to understand the book, you're going to have, those of you who are of a certain age, are going to have to understand the meme description. There is a verb that exists online called simping. Hmm. That is when a person, not just austerely approves of the actions of some billionaire but slavishly worships everything they do everything they do is de facto perfect because they are billionaires if that if you are doing that for jeff bezos or anybody else we're going to mention, <laughs> uh, you are simping for that person and that's what this book will i presume will put up the cover that is what this book okay. is doing and it's not the author's first time I was just going to say, this author, I, you know, I looked into him this morning, and I was like, oh, this is not his first rodeo in this uh, arena. He also simped for Steve Jobs. <laughs> yeah. And I'm using that word because there isn't actually a word that works offline, in offline discourse. <laughs> he is not assessing either of these men or their accomplishments. Oh, He's no. simping for them. The idea with simping being that down the line, you would kind of like it if the if the daddy figure would notice you. <laughs> yes, yes. And get really, really dark in certain parts of the internet. Although you don't have to go to certain parts of the internet, you can go to certain parts of the mainstream media to find simping for, for instance, the ruthless Russian dictator Vladimir Putin. <laughs> it's, it's, it's putting in a job application to be a sycophant. You aren't actually a sycophant because you aren't in the person's direct <laughs> orbit. Instead, you're, you're trying to apply. You know, to be a sycophant, if only you could certainly. So let's play. I'm going to I'm going to play absolute devil's advocate here, which could not be more apropos. And say, you know, <laughs> in this case, devil's advocate is not a term. Of so, I mean, I'm wearing horns and a red suit, and my tail's flipping around back here. I want to be. I'm a I'm a patron. I'm a library patron, and I come into the information desk and say, "Hi." Point me in the direction of a great book that'll teach me how to be a billionaire. Is this the one? No, but in its own defense, this is not meant to be that. 
This okay. is about Jeff Bezos's communication strategy. Okay. Not necessarily about how he became a billionaire. So leadership. How about- you become a billionaire. Okay. The, the clear implication in the book is that the better your communication strategy is, the better you will be at being a billionaire. Okay. Okay. Sort of a, you're paving the road. This is billionaire hygiene. Right. (laughs) Your communication skills mapped on those of Jeff Bezos are the one of the foremost tools in your toolbox of becoming a billionaire. There we go. When it comes to that kind of a claim, (laughs) I want to issue a few disclaimers. (laughs) One is small and one is large. Mm -hmm. The small one is that if you have ever, and there's plenty of opportunity thanks to YouTube, if you have ever listened to Jeff Bezos talk when he's not on a script. The idea of a book about his communication skills will make you laugh out loud. It will make you lol. (laughs) (laughs) That's the small point. He's significantly worse at conveying what is actually on his mind at the moment than yours truly. (laughs) Uh, That is a small, that is the small disclaimer. The larger disclaimer I want to mention here might get some pushback from some of those patrons who come in and say, that's what I want out of a book, point me in the right direction, which Mm -hmm. is that you don't want to be a billionaire. (laughs) You don't want to be a billionaire. I know you are a finance bro with the three computer screens showing the various NASDAQ lines. Just three? You do because you think it won't change anything because you're thinking about Warren Buffett. I don't know what these guys have about Warren Buffett. Oh, they, they dig love him. the fact that it's the same old walk-up apartment in Indiana. It's the same old wooden kitchen table. It's the same <laughs> old sister making his meals and scrubbing his bunions like she was a house slave <laughs> in the Old Testament. But he hasn't changed at all. It's not right. a compound. I don't know. I wish that I were in the market to sell stuff. To the guys between the ages of 18 and 25 who actually believe that kind of bilge water, the kind of people this book is marketed towards. Right. Because yeah. none of that is true, except <laughs> that all of the people around him, very much including his blood relatives, are slaves. Right. They, they are. They exist in order to respond instantly to any whim. That is what yeah. you become if you become a billionaire. Well, all right, let's make this happen. No, no, you're, no you're not supposed to like that. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, you're, you're supposed to recoil from that. Ah, yeah, I, no. so, Maybe we can cut that part out. Books, oh, no. books and ethics today. <laughs> That's good. I mean... It's yeah, we live in a weird world and uh um... there is a story about Jeff Bezos to be told. It, mm-hmm. His his origin story is not as noxious as that right. of lots of other billionaires. Right. He actually did take a huge chance. He actually did something close to chasing a dream where he yeah. it wasn't a good dream, it was a grubby dream, it was a dream of money. No. <laughs> no one should ever dream about it. But, he, but it, nevertheless, it didn't look, the, his original plan for selling books online did not yeah. look like it would work. Right, it no. It looked like it would turn a profit, and it went a long time without turning a profit. It sure did, it yep. It was driven by his vision that whole time. Yeah. That is an interesting origin story, but you do not want to be a billionaire. Once you cross that tre- that threshold, you become necessarily an amoral monster necessarily (laughs) just out of necessity yeah and 
the people who the Jeff Bezos origin story is fine. The Jeff Bezos success story is not. It's yeah. not at all. Ask yeah. anybody who once owned an independent bookstore. Certainly. What do you think of his business practices? Yeah. And the thing about billions and billions of dollars, two hundred billion dollars this guy's worth. Yeah. Most people can't even imagine that. No, it's not even a conceivable uh yeah. You know. The thing about his amor the his being a monster is not that he conducted those amoral business those antitrust business practices himself. Sure. It's that he was so wealthy by the time they happened that he never even knew they were happening. No, no, That's he's the evil <laughs> of this kind of thing. Right, that you right. no longer know the evils no. that you're doing. Right, right. So there's Certainly. a fine Calvinist little twist to Book of the Day for you. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody of a, a savant on Twitter said once and has been often requited, retweeted in saying, no one should be a billionaire until everyone is a millionaire. <laughs> I'm not saying that exactly, but there is no way to be a human being anymore once you yeah. are a billionaire. <laughs> $200 billion. $200 billion. I mean, that- he, he did, but he did our collective, you know, our combined dream, you and I, he took Captain Kirk into space. <laughs> Captain Kirk into space. Yes. Not on the Desilu lot. <laughs> no, not on the Desilu lot. In reality, he took he took William Shatner into space. And you might think, what a great headline that is. How wonderful a story. And if you want to know how deeply in the line items of that venture into space is the American armed services. You will get five items in to the deep private budget of that's of, of Bezos' own space program. Sure. Or you are found dead in your drive. <laughs> again, the multi-billionaire, the 200 billionaire won't have any idea. No, what none, none whatsoever. No, uh, he doesn't read those emails. <laughs> They're so low. <laughs> get those emails. What, in fact, one of the scary things about the process of simping is that it's intensely stochastic. The people who are simping Jeff Bezos or anyone else and we could mention other um, would be yeah. happy to do that in your driveway, thinking that's what he wants. That, yeah, that's yeah. how that's how much of a gravitational pull this sort of wealth has. Absolutely, absolutely. So, what are you going to learn in this book? The book yeah. is predicated on the idea. That because of the number of zeros in this guy's bank account, he has something to teach you. And it, the book is about his communication skills. He doesn't have anything to teach you about <laughs> that whatsoever. Yeah. Maybe if we went 30 years back, that Jeff Bezos might have been able to teach you something about how to believe in your own startup. Sure, sure. But I don't think he'd have known that he could teach you that. I think yeah. he'd have probably... The underlying assumption of this book the, the number of zeros after your bank account means you have something important to tell the rest of us mm. is the ultimate form of not just Jeff Bezos simping, but wealth simping. Yeah. yeah. Is something Western society is badly guilty of. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the elephant in the room now. <laughs> because, of course, when you're talking about this book, you're not even thinking about Jeff Bezos. Right. You're thinking about another instance in which a lot of the world, including a huge amount, of 18 to 25 year old male simps mm-hmm. thought that a billionaire could fix a problem simply because of the, the digital mm, bank account. Yeah, absolutely. We're, of course, talking about apartheid loving, emerald mine owning Elon Musk, who <laughs> managed to bank not one but two profitable companies in the course of a month. 
Right, right. And in the process has managed to reveal to all of us something we should all keep in mind, <laughs> which is that billionaires are idiot monsters. <laughs> they are idiot just, monsters. Okay? Just so, so you in, know. In Marvel Comics, if we want to bring things down to the only true religion that <laughs> the only Marvel Comics, the fact that the Hulk can lay waste to the entire American Southwest in an afternoon no will never cause Tony Stark to say, hey, do you want to run my company? <laughs> There we go. Now there's. <laughs> now that's the book I want to read. Let's talk about that. <laughs> we could, there we go. Well, it's communication still. It might as well be. It so, might as well be. I mean, at best, this book is for a high school forensics uh, club. Then who who needs to speak better? Who knows? Who is this for? If you were interested in Jeff, you should be interested in Jeff Bezos. Sure. You should be. You should be interested in Elon Musk. You should be interested in them. Shouldn't simp for them. No. But you should be interested in them. We are clearly entering a new phase of human society yeah. in which every aspect of our lives will be dictated by a tiny, and I mean able to fit in a room, yeah. coterie of billionaires. Yeah. Maybe 10 from each country. 10 from the major industrial countries. That's a new era. That's never happened before. Even in the Gilded Age, that didn't. That wasn't concentrated in so few hands. I saw this movie, Steve. It was called uh, "For Your Eyes Only" or Moonraker, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Only Bond is the one who is dead in his driveway. Right. <laughs> he doesn't get a license to kill. <laughs> uh, license to be killed. <laughs> you can be legitimately interested in Jeff Bezos. You you can be legitimately interested in Steve Jobs yeah. or Elon Musk. But this book is just. A worshipful polishing of stuff that was written for Bezos by people who aren't credited and who probably aren't alive anymore. That's they, 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 these are just annotated, buffed-up speeches. They we have yeah, no right. knowledge at all of what's in this book. So, if we're going to give this a letter grade, we're going to go with C for creepy. Well, we can't. <laughs> we can't give a, a letter grade unless you're referring to this show. <laughs> <laughs> We can't give books a letter grade because no, every single person is a different classroom. Of course, of course. I, this <laughs> could be the book that some patron is looking for. Right, right. But, but the, the only point I want to make about the book in closing at Lago <laughs> No, we're good. If you read these pieces on effective communication, especially, especially effective corporate communication, sure. they resonate with you. That's fine. That's great. If you own a small business and this helps you, that's fine. That's yeah. great. But don't credit Jeff Bezos. Right. Speech writers. This guy couldn't write a speech to get his way out of a wet paper bag. (laughs) Don't credit him. Don't say, wow, he really is wise. He isn't. And let this book be a gateway drug to other books about corporate speech that perhaps would be uh, beneficial. So, I mean, yeah. Or or books that are about this mega corporate society rather than just sort of quoting it. Right, right. You know, an example that was that was out this 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 year was the book After Steve about Apple after the death of Steve. Oh, Rock. sure. <laughs> but also, I'm sure you have it in your system. Uh, Walter Isaacson's biography of Steve Jobs. Oh, of course. Yeah. There you mm-hmm. go. Yeah. There you go. No simping in that book at all. Right. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely eye opening from the yeah. first page to the last. You won't like Jobs when you're done with it, but you'll have learned a lot yeah. about his story. The thing is, you wouldn't have learned anything from him. Yeah. Right. You wouldn't learn anything personally from Elon Musk. Exactly. His story will teach you how to destroy two profitable companies in one month. <laughs> but he himself would not teach you anything. No. <laughs> Doesn't even seem to be his wheelhouse to teach you something. I'm not no, sure if that's something, no, you know. He's yeah. a moron. 
Yeah. Most people are morons, <laughs> whether they're billionaires or not. On a Monday, he says he's banning 30,000 people because they're, they're broadcasting assassination coordinate right. where he is. The very next day, he posts a picture of himself at the World Cup, right. where you can identify the part of the stadium, the seat number, everything. Right. <laughs> exactly. Because the guy exactly. isn't all that bright. Right, right, if absolutely. You to, uh, Jeff Bezos, if you listen to my own particular uber billionaire bet noir, uh, Bill Gates, you yeah. will realize these people aren't that bright. That's not what made them where they are. So right. much like yesterday, we can say, there's hope for you. <laughs> you're looking to aspire. There's hope for you. These people are there by being Mensa. You know, I feel like we've been at our nastiest this week, being Christmas and all, and yet it's the most optimistic week we've ever had. <laughs> well, in a way, yes, How does this yes, we're never going to be wholly negative. <laughs> no, um, certainly not. For Pete's sakes, if we weren't wholly negative about Mike Pence. <laughs> Big-hearted oh, <laughs> Big rooms that we are. <laughs> but I have a book in mind. Oh, <laughs> we'll test that severely. We love get the, the go ahead. We know. love cliffhangers here on Book of the Day. All right, Steve. Well, this has been wild as usual, and of course, uh, tune in tomorrow for more assassination codes. Because <laughs> about picking the books from the library's connection is bringing out the vinegar. <laughs> Ooh, I'll tell you. I mean, <laughs> I am marinating in it. I love it. <laughs> All right. I hope you are. What would be like if I were at your information? Does. Somebody would come up and say, "Can you tell me where the gardening section is?" And I'd lean over the counter and say, "You're working my one good nerve." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I suppose you want to pull dandelions, don't you? Service with a smile. All right, everybody. Book of the day. <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow. I promise. <laughs>